Saturday at noon, join us for Championship Wrestling presented by Pro Shingle. It's the fastest hour in pro wrestling where anything can happen. That's Saturday at noon on CW30 Memphis. AHCW invites you to kick off your New Year celebration with live wrestling action. January 9th in New Madrid, Missouri at the New Madrid Eagles as AHCW presents New Year's Knockout. Be there to see the problem child Aaron Roberts, Walker Hayes, Trending Trent Daniels, and all the stars of AHCW. Plus two major matches already announced. Mark Southern will team up with Rude to take on the LA Hustlers and then Jack Parker Jr. will go one-on-one against Derek King with Justin Case in his corner. Bell time is at 7.30 and tickets are only $10. Kids 5 and under are free with a paid adult. You won't want to miss any of the exciting wrestling action January night, 7.30. New Madrid Eagles, New Madrid, Missouri, be there! This episode is brought to you by Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube is the perfect blend of water and silicone. It is an all-purpose personal lubricant that can be used for any occasion. You will love the natural feeling and look of it. It is safe for sensitive skin. Go to spunklube.com and tell them shooting the shiznit sent you. You better tell someone. Tell someone about stspod.club. Tell them now. Call them. Text them. Tell them. Telegram. Send them video messages. Whatever. Tell them. We're live. We are live. Everywhere. Facebook. Everywhere. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Guys, it's first time, so give us just a minute to get the show started. It's We're time working out the for kinks, the cool not like we- kids countdown. We are live from Jonesboro, Arkansas, STS Studios for Cool Kids Countdown, and we're counting down the top 10, I can't even talk tonight, top 10 stories, news stories of 2020, and thank you to everyone watching the live feed. I want to get this, we're going to do this for the first five picks and Patreon members will get to see the whole stream, every bit of the stream, live there on uh, Patreon site. So subscribe, guys, and you can see it yep. all. If you want the uncut version so we can talk about how bad this went or how good it went <laughs> after the show, uh, you can also listen to the audio version. And the audio version for all the other places with commercials and everything will be tomorrow by 12 o'clock. Lance, how the hell are you doing, buddy? I am great. Now that you let me uh, introduce myself from the caffeine-free diet, cherry vanilla Pepsi Studios here in Chicago. So I was saying before, we look like we're a mugshot because, like, you're the side profile. I'm the front profile, although we're two definitely different people, you know, but we look like a mugshot the way this is set up. You don't like showing your face. Are you afraid? No, no, I don't mind showing my face. I just look. Oh, there he is. Okay. I just don't like it in my, like, the actual yeah. cam right in my face. So they can see me talking in a microphone. It, we want new people to get on board listening to the podcast. We felt like this was the way to get it. If you're listening to us talk bullshit on the audio version, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we'll be counting down with a commercial break after I said after number six, and that's when this stream stops. If you are a Patreon member, subscribe for $3, and you can see the whole stream. If you put comments in the stream, questions and comments and stuff, me and yeah, Lance we'll do that. 
we won't see that because oh, we, we won't don't know, see that. We don't know what the hell we're doing. Uh, yet. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, thanks real quick to uh, CW Wrestling, American Hostile Wrestling, uh, Manscaped, and SpunkLube.com. Uh, full full episode will be posted on stspod.club and all podcast players by midnight on Wednesday. Lance, I'm ready, buddy. Let's get started. So top 10 news stories, biggest news stories in wrestling in the year 2020 are one of our favorite years of all time, right, Brian? Oh, my God. What a great year. It, it was different. Uh, podcast uh, yeah. wise, we had a really good year, grabbed a bunch of new people, uh, but uh, the wrestling business changed. It, it, it yeah, changed for sure. Forever, so. Yep. So, all right. So we only actually, in putting our list together this time, we only actually had one honorable mention that didn't make our top 10. We actually agreed on quite a bit of stuff here. So uh, the honorable was on my list, Jushin Liger retiring after arguably the greatest junior career of all time, hanging it up at Wrestle Kingdom and at New Year's Dash last year. It feels like forever ago, but it was only a year ago. It was last January. So Kichi Yamada, is that how you pronounce it, Brian? You want to yeah, give it, it give it a try? Yeah. Kichi Yamana. Okay. 31 year career hall of famer by any, any standards you can imagine. I'm, I'm sure. Correct. Watched him at the start of everything. Uh, even as you know, at, without the mask and the whole nine yards, I was always a huge fan of his. And then also, you know, he never aged. The character never aged. That's the cool thing about the mask. Yeah. And, and he worked hard. Even to the last match he had, he was always trying to do all the moves. Uh, but that was always cool about it. And then we seen a photo, I think, uh, recently. Well, not recently, but when he, he took his mask off, mm -hmm. he took a photo with Sonny. And yeah, she uh, she broke kayfabe and showed everybody. Uh, he was uh he looked he looked our age. I mean he's fifty he's our age fifty four yeah, pretty 55. much. So uh, he was at uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom doing some commentary. So good to see him still around wrestling. But yeah, that was a huge story. Yeah, big story. But I mean, we have obviously bigger, a lot more bigger stuff coming up. So as our annual tradition goes, when we do our top 10 news stories of the year, we cover the big deaths, the, the most important deaths in the business uh, at number 10. So the big, you know, the bigger ones, Pat Patterson, for sure, Animal, Joe Laurinaitis, Kamala, Howard Finkel, Rocky Johnson, Danny Hodge. Those were the big ones that happened throughout the year that were, how do I say this, like older, in most cases, older folks. So they weren't I, I just I have a different way of looking at death and wrestling as as a lot of people do is when they're older and they've lived a great life, like say a Howard Finkel or a Pat Patterson, it's not as tragic. So then we get to the tragic ones. Uh, Shad Gaspard was a, a huge one that was very tragic. Hannah Kimura, obviously the bullying situation and the suicide, you know, that whole thing. And then of course, Brody Lee, just a few weeks ago, Brody Lee was a big one that we said before on the previous show that I've never seen as big of an outpouring of love and emotion as there was for Brody Lee. There was a big outpouring for Hannah too, actually Hannah. Um, but yeah, some really tragic deaths. And then of course the older folk deaths, like what we always have every year too this year. Yeah, I hate, I mean, guys like Rocky Johnson, who I actually met in a Piggly Wiggly. Wow. In a Piggly Wiggly, Wiggly that's right. Um, and hung out, hung out with him in a Piggly Wiggly. Uh, Brody uh, Brody was, uh, you know, Brody Lee was probably the biggest surprise. And, uh, well, I don't know. I'm like you, and we've talked about this on, on I think, all the countdown shows. And mm -hmm. it actually will be in the notes uh, if you're listening to the audio version on iTunes. Uh, every version you could listen to our top stories, but the older guys, there's the only guy to ever affect me, I think, uh, really was uh, Lance Russell. And I think it's because I grew up in this area and it was almost like he was someone there every Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. So it was almost like, I don't know, part of the family. I don't know. I watched it for, I didn't miss some Memphis wrestling for um, up until the nineties. And I finally mm -hmm. missed some shows then. So yeah, Lance is probably uh, when it comes to the older guys, uh, you think, uh, you know, uh, you know, they had a good life. Most of the older guys. Right. Had a good life. Right. So yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, all right. So the deaths at number 10 as always. So number nine, our big, our ninth biggest story of the year, we had the Twitch fallout and the presence of Andrew Yang getting involved uh, you had a friend named yang didn't you no that was brian alvarez brian yang. alvarez was it wang yeah it, it was, was wang. wang or yang okay I'm so i'm confused that. i don't know if wang and yang are the same guy but anyway andrew yang's presence in our business all of a sudden so vince announces in september that the wrestlers can no longer use cameo and twitch and all these other platforms as the character so like um 
to make money. So obviously Zelina Vega, that was a big one. She ended up getting fired over the whole incident, how she refused to stop doing it. Paige took a lot of heat. Lana took a lot of heat. Um, but they're independent contractors. So it's a really sticky situation. It's a really cl- complicated situation. Uh, WWE basically wants to, they own the names and they want to control that piece of the pie. They want to control the action. So this guy, Wang, no, Yang, Andrew Yang, he steps in, um, allegedly was could possibly be in the Biden cabinet. But I just literally just read a few minutes ago that he's running for mayor in New York City. So this is news to me that Andrew Yang is considering running for mayor in New York City. So he vows he's either going to do that if he or if he wins, who knows, but he's either going to do that or try to work in the Labor Department with um, Biden. So he vows to stand up for the wrestlers, get unions involved, get insurance involved and improve everything for the wrestlers. So it's a sticky, sticky situation that who knows how it's going to turn out if it will in 2021 or if it's going to extend even longer. So that whole fallout number nine. Uh, and we started seeing some, uh, some figures for some of these people, the money that they were making, and it will let you know how upset they were about this. Uh, they do own the names, but my complaint was if you're on Twitch and you're on Twitch under your real name, how the hell can Vince McMahon's tell you drop that and don't ever do it again. And I, you know, kind of like he wants part of the money kind of deal. Um, this is a what? How how long is this argument? Are the guys do they have a contract? Are they working for a certain mm-hmm. amount of money? Are they independent contractors? Right. What the hell are they? If they're independent contractors, they can uh, branch out and work for anyone they want to. But no, you you're in a contract. So yeah. uh, Yang Wang Andrew, we hope you can get something that makes a little bit more sense and, and see what this reminds me. I mean, everyone has seen or wanted to do the union. Uh, I don't sure. see it ever happening in, in, in the uh, in actually WWE before we die anyway. I don't I don't think there's anything like that unless there's something real real major going on. Yeah, I feel like the business is just too splintered. You know, there's too many different indies and there's too many different even bigger promotions. You know, and then none of them are ever able to work together. So I feel like you're right. You're probably right. It probably isn't going to happen. But we'll see. We'll see if uh, WWE takes a big dent in their business and the way they treat their employees overall. This whole thing. So all right, at number eight, Harold is it Harold May M E I J? I don't know how you pronounce that. I'm not Dutch. So Harold May and the New Japan Quality stepped down in 2020. So New Japan CEO Harold May steps down in October after two years. Um, he had come from Coke Japan uh, and brought. Um, he was there were, he was what doing Coke in Japan? Doing what? Coke in Japan? No, oh, that okay, might have right. been one of the boys, but. Uh, no, he came from Coca-Cola, Japan. Oh, 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 my bad. Yeah, that was where he worked before New Japan. A um, lot of diverse opinions on this guy. A lot of love-hate relate, you know, for this guy. People liked him. People hated him. So he brought more U.S. exposure. However, he lost Omega and the Bucks when AEW formed. Uh, he lost Access TV, lost the account with weekly shows on Access TV. Um, it would have been tough for anybody to grow the business in 2020 just because of COVID and everything. But then at the same time, Vince grew his business in 2020. So by other means altogether. So uh, like I said, a lot of pros and cons about Harold May. Um, And at the same time, you had this on your list, the quality of New Japan of the product dipped in 2020. Um, Less foreigners coming over, obviously. Stale booking, that was one of my big complaints. Too many rough bumps and interference moves and stuff in matches. Uh, The G1, we said on one of the other shows, was subpar to years past. Um, but I've heard good things. I haven't watched any of um, no, Wrestle no, Kingdom no spoilers, yet. no spoilers. Yeah, yeah I haven't yeah, watched yeah. any of it yet, so I'm not going to give any spoilers because I don't know any. So, but I have high hopes for a big rebound in 2021. I'm hoping uh, because even a subpar New Japan is better than many other promotions. So the New Japan news at number eight. It was it was really weird because it wasn't anything that I was going out of my way to see. And I talked to you. We have a show about the G1, and I told yeah. you that it was. I didn't watch as many matches this year. And G1 is like, um, uh, I just love it. It's like I get up early before I go to work. I'm watching all the matches. And I didn't do that this year. And I knew uh, a part of it was the crowd. Um, 
uh, and I just, it's the same thing with impact. I like a lot of people with impact, but that crowd, no crowd kills me. And by mm-hmm. the way, I call this guy Harry O because me and him are down, you know, we're, we're friends like that. So. You and Harold may. Yeah. Harry O is what I call him. Harry. Um, o. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, w- hopefully we'll see a rebound in this, but I thought it was the news because even the most hardcores of new Japan fans were like, what the what the hell is going on this year? So, yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said, the stale booking for me. I mean, everybody always raves about Gato's booking and everything, and it's just too many interferences, too many uh, ref bumps, and it just got old this year to me. For some reason, it just got old. So I'm hoping, like you said, in 2021, they can get a lot of the foreigners back over again and hopefully reinvigorate the promotion. So, all right, you just mentioned Impact. So at number seven, we have the ladies of Impact, uh, the knockouts, as it were. So mainly, we're talking about Tessa Blanchard and Kylie Ray. So we start the year with Tessa Blanchard um, getting in hot water for the N-word controversy that about 75 girls came out and said, oh, yeah, she said it. She was in the locker room. She said it. And, of course, she denies it. So there was that to start the year in the same weekend that they put the title on her that weekend. So it climaxed the title chase uh, where she beat Sammy Callahan and she won the TNA have or impact. I'm sorry, heavyweight title in January. So a big move should have gotten a lot of press should have gotten a lot of publicity uh, putting the men's heavyweight belt on a woman. So, but then she actually just disappears, you know, COVID struck. Um, she sent in one video the entire time that they were shut down. They were one of the promotions that actually filmed a lot of stuff in advance. So they had a lot of shows um, before they had to finally go to the closed studio shows, but she didn't submit hardly anything for them and they really couldn't do much with her. So they finally eventually stripped her of the title in June, uh, did a pay-per-view to give the title to somebody else. So she was stripped um, and they let her go. They just let her go altogether. And she wasn't stripped that way, Brian. I know you got, oh, you got you excited. God. I was getting excited there. For I know. And then yeah, she yeah. marries Daga in Mexico. Uh, she, so what a weird year for her. She gets married in the fall to Daga in Mexico. Uh, she does one warrior wrestling show here in Chicago, where she ironically does the job and loses the title to Kylie Ray. So we move on to Kylie Ray's impact uh, year. So she appeared, she started appearing in impact earlier this year, or I'm sorry, 2020. Um, and then she disappears in October uh, at the pay-per-view at bound for glory does not appear. And she announces a few days later that she retires from wrestling and she's walking away. So I like both of them. I hope they both come back. I hope they both get their shit together. Um, I don't think Tessa has an issue with, you know, like, you know, emotional problems or whatever, who knows, but for whatever reason, she's not on a main stage anywhere and she's way too talented for that. Uh, And same thing with Kylie, whatever her issues are, whatever her demons are, whatever's taken her away from wrestling altogether. I hope she gets that under control in 2021 also. Well, we talked we talked about Blanchard in the sense that a lot of people came forward saying she was just uh, mean back racist, and, yeah, mean yeah, girls mean, and racist, yeah, yeah, kind of a uh, uh, you know she had a chip on her shoulder and everything, and and we've we've uh, seen an observer a couple of times. Uh, Dave says, oh well, that may be reason she's not anywhere yet. Uh, she decided to stay in Mexico instead of mm-hmm. coming back uh, to work. So yeah, kind of understand it, kind of not. Kylie, we've talked a lot about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she um, in, in her situation, and we're both huge fans. We hope everything clears up with her and she gets back into wrestling business. But it was weird. It's like everybody in Impact, and they got some good girls there. We know that. But the the two main stories with women this year was the Impact. Girls. Impact, yeah. I mean, because we don't even talk about any of the WWE girls here. Uh, in terms of news stories, I mean, great some great matches, definitely. You know, Sasha and Charlotte, right, right. And, you know, Becky before she left, but I mean, some great matches and some great workers, but yeah, no, not newsworthy, shall we say. So, all right. Number six, we have a couple, we have comings and goings and I don't want to get you excited with comings, you know, but we have edge and sting return and taker departs question mark. Um, So edge starts the year as a surprise entrant into the Royal rumble. Uh, after a bum neck and nine years retired, he decides to come back that he's okay. So he works a program with Randy Orton, Ay, 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 Randy Orton. Anyway, don't get me started on him. Uh, the Mania match with Orton was terrible, I think. Uh, I don't know. Did we disagree on that? 
We did, and I think I might be the only person that enjoyed that right. match. I may right. be the only person. I, I thought the Mania match was terrible, and then they had the super-duper greatest ever, best match of all time, whatever that was called, and that actually was really that good. Was I really did good enjoy match. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, he tears his triceps in that match, and he's out for a year. So that was Edge's year. Uh, Sting surprise return at AEW's Winter is coming in December. Uh, Sting's last match was with Seth Rollins in 2015 when he got hurt uh, and pretty much had retired, we thought. Uh, Sting is 60 and he's back. So I have high expectations that AEW will use him the right way. Um, If they put him in matches, it's certainly going to be in a six-man tag or that kind of thing where he's not going to get risked of, you know, any other injuries. Uh, And then Taker. Um, I thought Taker did a great job in the Boneyard match. That was the only, I think that was the only match we saw him in because of COVID. Um, They did get a lot of PR with the Last Ride documentary that they did on the network. He says he's done. They actually do a retirement ceremony for him at um, Survivor Series, which was the main event, which that was a a weird call to make that the main event on that pay-per-view. So some departures and some arrivals in uh, 2020 as our number six this year. Yeah, I think that is the only place they could have. I, I just wouldn't have put that on the card uh, before anything. Maybe they could have made that a ceremony or something instead of at the end of the show. I was, I'm a huge Edge fan, excited about him working Orton. Like I said, I might have been the only person who enjoyed that match. <laughs> you but were. This, Officially, you were. Return, the Sting return was my markout moment of yeah. the uh, year. I'm sitting here watching uh, uh, AEW, I'm watching Dynamite live. And I see, I see it starting to happen. And I actually, I told you this, that in my mind, I thought snow, it's coming down the music. Mm-hmm. It's that sting. And I was like, no, it can't be. I don't know why I thought sting and snow. And then I said, no, no way. And then all of a sudden I did the old sting and sting. And, like Tony and, Schiavone. Yeah. And I was yelling and Misty, Misty texts me and said, the wife, every the wife. The wife, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jesus. I'm sorry, the wife. If you're, watching I gotta this. edit that. We'll have uh, to edit that out. <laughs> Except now we're live. We can't edit that out. She said, "Are you okay, honey?" So, uh, yeah, I was. Brian okay. had a seizure. Brian I, had a seizure. Man, I marked out huge for Sting, <laughs> and still get that way every time he comes on the screen, just because. And I told you, I, I got those uh, pay per views just to listen to him do that interview at the mm-hmm. last Starcast. So I'm excited uh, to see what they do with him, and and excited to see Edge if he comes back. Undertaker gone. Uh, that's up to Vince. Yeah, that dot 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 on that one. So yeah, I mean. So. I don't know. I feel like, you know, every WrestleMania season, they dangle more money and he comes back and we've been through this for 10 years now, you know, but I don't know. This one had a different feel to it between the documentary and the ceremony. Like, is Vince really going to take him back, you know, at WrestleMania if they've wasted their time doing that ceremony for him in November? I don't know. So we'll see. Never say never in wrestling. All right, guys, we're going to go to a commercial break and we're going to have five, four, three, two, one. Only on oh wait, wrong show. The stream, the stream is ending on on Facebook right now. Join us for Patreon and watch it. We would appreciate the support. Or you can cash at me at dollar sign BT STS guys if you want to donate. All right, we're out of here. Thanks for joining us. Saturday at noon, join us for Championship Wrestling, presented by Pro Shingle. It's the fastest hour in pro wrestling where anything can happen. That's Saturday at noon on CW30 Memphis. AHCW invites you to kick off your New Year celebration with live wrestling action. January 9th in New Madrid, Missouri at the New Madrid Eagles as AHCW presents New Year's Knockout. Be there to see the problem child Aaron Roberts, Walker Hayes, Trending Trent Daniels, and all the stars of AHCW. Plus two major matches already announced. Mark Southern will team up with Rude to take on the LA Hustlers and then Jack Parker Jr. will go one-on-one against Derek King with Justin Case in his corner. Bell time is at 7.30 and tickets are only $10. Kids 5 and under are free with a paid adult. You won't want to miss any of the exciting wrestling action January night, 7.30. New Madrid Eagles, New Madrid, Missouri, be there! Ooh. <laughs> 
This episode is brought to you by Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube is the perfect blend of water and silicone. It is an all-purpose personal lubricant that can be used for any occasion. You will love the natural feeling and look of it. It is safe for sensitive skin. Go to spunklube.com and tell them shooting the shiznit sent you. This episode is also sponsored by Manscaped.com. That's right. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code STSPOD. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com with promo code STSPOD. back from commercial. We want to thank our sponsors and also thanks to everyone's Patreon being able to watch it streaming. We're streamers now, Lance. We're streamers. I stream in the bathroom usually no, before no, no, we... No. Oh, a different type of stream. Okay, yeah. Before we record, I always go take a big stream. That's right. But that's right. a there different story. Any shout-outs? I got a couple shout-outs. John, have, John yes. is a new Patreon member. I love my mama. She's a new Patreon member. Ooh. Believe it or not, she wants to watch them all, all the videos. Uh, and Shout out uh, to you, Glenda. See, I got the name right. There you go. And Beth Gale, she also subscribed. So we got a bunch of new Patreon members. We thank even the old Patreon members. And remember, guys, uh, on Patreon, you have this is the last month for a dollar, and it goes up to three. But if you're grandfathered in, ain't that the way you say it? That's how you say it. Grandfather, grandmothered in, whichever. We don't discriminate. That's right. You stay at $1. Any shout outs there, Lance? So the shout out, I have to promote the book. Here is the book. Oh, Let me yeah, see. Yeah. How do I? Here it is. Wait. Oh. No, there it is. I'll cover <laughs> my face. There's the book. So the shout out is for Ed and John for their five-star reviews on Amazon. So thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, any review. I don't. I do not pressure either of them to give me a five-star review so i hate that when podcasts will say give us a five-star review it really helps so give me a review of the book if you don't like the book give me an honest review i want an honest review of the book so these two guys did give me five stars for the book and much appreciated that you guys read it and you bought it and the whole nine yards so thank you and if you haven't read the book yet please order the book on amazon all the right notes by lance levine there you that's go. That's a, mini, that's a big money people you're talking to here now. That's right. Uh, all right. Let's get to five, four, three, two, and one. All right. So at five, I know we're going to argue this point. The top star in WWE walks out, walks away from the business at number five. So we have Becky Lynch, arguably the top star in the business, walking away pregnant after she beat Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania. Uh, she relinquishes the title to Asuka on Raw after Asuka had won the money in the bank uh, the night before. And the IWC is outraged. How could she walk away from the business? How could she get pregnant during her money years? How is this possible? They're just pissed. Everybody's pissed. Uh, Seth remains a heel. Everybody is aware that they're together, and Seth is the father. Seth Rollins remains a heel. They continue pushing him as a heel, which I find really bizarre. Uh, Even though on that first Raw, when they announced it, they had a couple of the wrestlers actually congratulate him backstage and stuff. I'm like, that whole thing was just awkward and weird. So they did those congrats spots, and I was, like, really confused. So Little Gravy was born in – oh, I'm sorry. Rue was born (laughs) in December. Uh, So let's see what's next. Let's see what's next for both of them. Uh, Seth took time off for his paternity leave, which, of course, Dave Meltzer was the villain on that announcement, you know, for ridiculous reasons, to the IWC, of course. Uh, Obviously, she can return if she chooses to. It's up to her. Um, They'll take her back in a heartbeat, I'm sure. And like I said, in my opinion, she was the top star when she walked away. So that's a big story that she walked away pregnant, you know, at number five. Oh, we're not going to argue about this. I agree 100% on this one. Uh, If you're pregnant, you know, you have to take some time off. Duh. I mean, everyone was all excited. And then they was like, well, she walked away. She'll, you know, she'll never be what she was. Mm. Uh, Man, we've seen it happen. Same. I talked about Sting earlier. As soon as they walk in on camera again, Becky will get the biggest pop ever. Yeah. Uh, And Seth taking time off and and everything was like, that's what you got to do, man. You can't. Yeah, of course. It's a different business than it was many years ago where they wouldn't have took any time off and lost their spot. Mm-hmm. But now, and with COVID going on, you're not going to lose your spot. You're just going to be home with the baby being born. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought this was kind of unusual for WWE. Everything was done really well with this, I thought. 
Yeah, the announcement watching it raw, watching raw live that night, the announcement was really well done. I thought, right, you right, know, and the whole you. thing yeah. where they incorporated Oscar to it and they passed the title off to her, I thought it was well done. I enjoyed it. So, not everything. Here's some breaking news: not everything WWE does sucks. Oh, so you know what? Yeah, I know the IWC is going to be in a tither about this one, but well, not know, everything if, WWE does sucks. Some <laughs> well, of it's good. It, if they're wrestling on an independent in front of oh, 150 yeah, yeah. people, then it's then it's always good. Yeah, because yeah. AJ and uh, Galloway had a hell of a match at the last pay per view, but but since they were not in Bumfuck, uh, Missouri, was, uh, in front sucked. of 150 people, it, it wasn't sucked. Good. It's yes, just, how dare something. you say that? So, uh, all right. At number four, we have AEW. A lot of AEW news. They work with Impact and they work with AAA, but they, or I'm sorry, AAA. Ah, I think is how it's pronounced. <laughs> uh, but they do not work with New Japan. So, despite COVID, AEW becomes a formidable number two. I think a number two promotion in the world right now. Uh, they start thinking outside the box. They, I mean, from the beginning, they were thinking outside the box, but they start out thinking thinking outside the box and that Omega actually wins the triple a uh, super D duper title or whatever the hell it's called. So he wins that and actually retains it throughout the year. Uh, they start working other people from AEW start work, work triple mania. Also Omega then turns heel brings in Don Callis, who is a VP of impact altogether to be his Bobby Heenan basically. And they open that door. So they're working with triple a, they're working with impact. Um, there, I, I just get a real NWA feel to this whole thing, NWA ish kind of feel, in that the champion is going other places. He's actually going to be doing a pay per view in a few days for Impact. Um, and it's a, not at all a common practice in the business these days. So they still know Olive Branch with New Japan, though. Um, I think that's the final domino that needs to fall in place for AEW to really possibly all of these groups working together could actually challenge WWE for market share. So big news in terms of business for AEW, even despite COVID in 2020. I think, yeah, when we just say AEW, it means something now. We we did the Dynamite show when they first started out. We did uh, 10 shows, and I said a lot on those shows, if this builds to this, this mm -hmm. is awesome. If it doesn't build to it, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh Blah, blah, blah. And then I talked to you about this privately and also have mentioned it on the podcast where I said, oh, my God, we talked about this and they're doing exactly what we thought they were going to do. Yeah. Uh, they're doing they're doing a lot, a lot of things right. And AEW is the only TV show. And it's not that WWE sucks because I still watch the pay-per-views, but it's the only TV show that I can watch on a weekly basis mm -hmm. that I'm interested in, that I like the characters. I like the workers. Uh, I like, I like to see what's going to happen. And mm -hmm. Kenny Omega from the start of AEW was why are they not doing this? Why are they not doing this? Why are they doing this with him? What? Yeah. And you know what? With one angle, he explained it all. Him, yeah. and, him and uh, Callus. Uh, Callus did. So yeah. it's just awesome. And if they could do something with New Japan when all this is over, uh, when COVID is over or to the point to where they can fly over there, he can mm -hmm. he can actually start talking about more stuff there uh, and talking about how he, he planned all that too. I love what's going on. Mm -hmm. I loved all the stuff on Impact. And you know I'm huge uh, – Gallows and Anderson fans. So them them all together uh, has been a lot of fun, and I can't wait. Twenty twenty one. It's it's going to be fun with uh, AEW. Yeah, and also just to be objective, just to show that we can be objective. There were things that AEW did that sucked, and I think we both agreed on like those uh, the acclaimed the these two rap idiots. Terrible, just awful. Uh, the brandy as a witch terrible and they dropped it you know so i mean they at least realized in that one that they should drop it because it was not going well um brandy is a natural baby face so i don't know what that was all about anyway but the acclaim this whole thing with the acclaim those guys are hot garbage so i hope they drop them too i don't think they're going to you're not but gonna believe what i'm fixing to say you like them i don't like them but i laughed at them i don't know if it's a good laugh <laughs> We won't know until we until, yeah. until the future, but right now I got a good laugh out of them, and so we'll see what happens. They're actually uh, they're green as grass, but they're yeah. solid workers, uh, uh, and 
And on the microphone, they're better than half the people in the. I just, well, I think they're they come off as John Cena wannabe oh, so yeah, badly, very so bad. That might be it, though. That yeah. might be what they're looking for. So we'll see. Yeah, um, so. Go ahead. Before we get to number three, uh, we got three more picks. We want to thank, uh, as always, thank our sponsors, and we want to thank. Um, well, who do we want to thank? Manscaped. Buddy. Manscaped. That's right. Manscaped. So Manscaped, Happy New Year for Manscaped. Uh, they are the best in men's below the waist, not above the Woo! waist, although there's some of us that, that get it mistaken. So best below the waist grooming offering, precision engineered tools for your family jewels, tools for the jewels. Uh, they're here to help you with clean balls to ring in the new year. So ring in the new year with the right tools for that job. All right. So happy 2021. It's spoiler alert. Oh, this is a spoiler alert, Lance. Yeah. Hairy nuts are still gross. <laughs> Step us to the new year with the tree standing taller and shave your boys. Hey, did you notice that? It looks like the tree's taller, man, when you shave like your boys. A, just a little bit taller. So, uh, okay. Landscaped is here to give you a New Year's resolution that you actually want to keep. The perfect package 3.0 is the below the waist grooming package you need to start off strong this year. So come out of quarantine with clean balls. We got to say balls about 75 times in this. <laughs> Thanks to the lawnmower 3.0. This water safe, waterproof skin safe trimmer will reduce Nick's not Stevie Nicks, to your new two best new two best friends. Uh, third generation trimmer even has a light to shine in the promised land of 2021 looking to be. So it's also time to freshen up down there for the new year. The crop preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You That's already put de I I know. You, I I mean, you already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not put them on the smelliest part of your body too? So, and for on the go freshness, get this, you'll love the Crop Reviver. It's a ball toner spray, not toner like ink, not black ink on your balls. It's a toner spray. Just a couple of sprays makes you feel fresh there. Start here. Like a spray. <laughs> Like start the new year with a fresh set of testes. Thanks to Manscaped. <laughs> Manscaped even threw in their shed travel bag to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. Speak of comfort, the Manscaped anti-chafing. Anti-chafing. Yes, anti-chafing. Yes. Boxer briefs are also included. Man, I love those things. And bring you underwear game to the next level. Bring sexy back in 2021 and tell us how, Lance. Uh, you can get 20% off and free shipping. That is big with the code STSPOD, right? That's STSPOD. That That's STS right. STSPOD at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. And your balls, your testes, your nuts, all the adjectives and the synonyms that we used in here will thank you. That's right. 20% off free shipping with the code STSPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code STSPOD. New year, new balls. New balls. All right, let's get with Yeah, we should say that together now. every time. New year, new balls. That's just our catchphrase on everything. Oh, going that's going to be, yeah, let's just start using that. New year, new balls. All right. So at number three, back to the countdown. Top 20 or top news stories of 2020. We have the ratings, the demos, the amateur ratings analysts. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It got to be overwhelming. I got migraines from all this. So AEW went up in ratings. WWE went down in ratings. I mean, bottom line, all wrestling ratings were dropping in 2020 because of the empty arenas or whatever the case may be. There was all the COVID effects. So the ratings were dropping. AEW was dropping, not as badly, but WWE was plummeting. Um, until they kind of righted the ship when they introduced the Thunderdome and when they brought in the wrestlers as wait, fans. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead and say that again. They introduced what now? The Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Okay, I feel better. Now. Can we get a drum roll for that too? Is that around? Is that toy around? <laughs> no, I got so that, that toy put up. We're coming up on that on number one. So the Thunderdome was introduced and they brought in the wrestlers as fans at ringside. Both AEW and WWE did that for a while. Um, I feel like Meltzer really increased the coverage on ratings this year and really made oh. the 18 to 34 demo became like the rallying cry for everybody. For me, honestly, personally, it became number overload at one point, at some point, you know, just give me the trends. Just tell me, you know, men are fans of this. Teenagers are fans of that. Women like this. Women don't watch that. 
give me that. Uh, the numbers, it obviously, honestly, it just gets to me after a while. So AEW ended up beating WWE and beating NXT many times in many different categories. Um, a lot of talk about SmackDown not doing as well as it should because they're on a network. They're on Big Fox. Um Honestly, NXT the 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 trend there is that they should go to a different night because they're killing the they're killing each other basically in the ratings. They should go to Thursday or something for NXT. Um, the analysis raw is just still too damn long. Three hours is just too much. And at the end of the day, Chris Jericho anoints himself the demo god and brings out T-shirts. So there you go. So the ratings and all of that is the three the, the third biggest story this year for us. Yeah, I'm like you. I used to read the ratings a lot better and, and look at them, and then all of a sudden it become let's let's listen to this, let's talk about this. Oh, we're better here, we're better there. It drove me fucking crazy. So, um, I because um, if you look at the ratings, Lance, think about this, buddy. The the ratings in the when we were doing the Monday Night Wars was at least six times this much for each show, not just mm-hmm. one show, but mm-hmm. each show was about so it part of it's like, well, but they're successful. AEW is successful because of, of TV contract, WWE is successful because of a TV contract. And also of those eight thousand people that were watching, say Monday Night Raw. Uh, how many of those 8,000 people are going to YouTube and watch just clips now? Mm-hmm. And you can see those numbers. They're huge, too. So WWE kind of winds all that together. And and I'm I'm on their side about mm-hmm. that. Dave is not really on their side about that. But I feel like, and, and we've seen it, you see uh, downloads from all the places. You see people coming from Twitter, from Facebook. You could you see downloads from all parts of the world uh, in different applications. So I count all my downloads. Am I not supposed to? Well, I do. Yeah. I count them all. Uh, so it's just one of those things where uh, it to me, and I don't. I love the amateur analysis. I, you talked about the amateur people yeah. that are, uh, oh, are analyzing this to death. Uh, yeah. You get somebody in a in a group that that says, "Did you see that?" You know, Grandpa, uh, who wears red socks. If we could get some more grandpas with red socks, we we could. And you're just like, shut the shut fuck up. up. Yeah, but yeah, who yeah. Cares? Ratings were a big deal. They were a big talk uh, in the internet wrestling community, and also uh, ratings meant a lot for TNT because not only is WWE falling, but everyone's falling in ratings. Mm-hmm. Football. The main thing, football mm-hmm. lost a lot of, but in basketball, the main thing is a live crowd. When they go back to that, our live sports is a big deal, or a live anything, as you can see, concerts or or something like that uh, gets ratings. So that's what they want. I don't see the anything but money get giving them more money uh, mm-hmm. the next time, and AEW yeah. will get more money because people want live wrestling on television. All right, did I'll you, shut up. Did you that. say? Did you say you were pro WWE the earlier? Just a I'm bit sorry. ago. I'm sorry. About You're pro, and yeah. you consider yourself a smart wrestling fan? I know. How, you, you how dare it? you? How yeah. dare you, sir? You're not a wrestling fan. So, all right, at number two, oh, now we got to get serious again. The speaking out movement at number two. Uh, June was the month when we saw the explosion of women in the business and women outside of the business, too, going on record with all different sexual harassment complaints, rape charges, abuse charges, uh, threats that they were they were met with threats they were threatened to be held back if they didn't you know exceed sexually uh against so many men in the business i mean i just started listing the names off the top of my head joey ryan obviously one of the bigger ones elgin riddle jack gallagher Cornette, and his wife austin theory velveteen dream mike quackenbush marty Skrull, Paige's whole fucking family pretty much uh dave christ sammy guevara chase and rance will osprey jimmy havoc dave lagana um all of these names, and I'm sure I'm even missing some, but we'll see what shakes out in this year. Is it going to be a different locker room mentality altogether with the guys? Uh, is the business going to change drastically because of the charges that women brought? Um, I think, honestly, a lot of it quieted down pretty quickly after the couple months or you know month and a half or so of really hot-button stories there. So it'll be interesting to see if it continues and if there are concrete changes in the business because of speaking out. Uh I just don't know. It's one of those things where it all happens. It's all quieting down. A lot mm-hmm. of the guys are back in the business. Everybody but Joy Ryan and uh, and a few others. Um, you know, you just don't know. It's the same thing. Uh, 
will it change anything? I think it will because I do mm-hmm. think that the women will have the opportunity to say, "Hey, I'm not going. I'm not going to do that this time." Hey, remember mm-hmm. when that happened? Uh, I man, I've been backstage a lot. I've seen things happen that uh, you know, slapping the women on the ass and stuff like that. Uh, but I've also seen guys, you know, hold up the curtain so the girls can change and things like that, so mm-hmm. that you don't that they don't. So I've seen it both ways, but I've never seen anything so. Uh, if you don't sleep with me, you won't get a push kind of thing. Uh, what about that time you slapped Moose on the ass? There was that time, hey, too. There's this Patreon? <laughs> oh, Saturday oh, yeah, night. This is Patreon. Saturday, I sorry. Edit, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Can I get a drum roll for number one? Oh, let me see. I got my all new right. toy. I don't know if yeah. I can. Right, Wait, you I can't can show that new toy on the on the screen. Do not oh, show that. <laughs> so, <laughs> we are, we've reached one. our number one story, our top news story in 2020. While we're getting the drum roll ready, I'll vamp. Maybe I should get the book. Here's the book. All the right <laughs> notes on Amazon. There we go. There's the drum roll. So, goddamn! How long is this drum roll? I don't need it to be Neil Peart drum solo here. <laughs> Neil Pert back from the dead with a drum yeah, solo there, there. So, all right, at number one, obviously, the top story of the year is COVID and the effect that coronavirus has had on our beloved wrestling business. So, no house shows pretty much from March on. Empty arena shows uh, leads to the Thunderdome, which comes about. Daly's place being used every week pretty much after they finished up in uh, QT Marshall's shed in Atlanta. Uh, they brought in wrestlers to make the noise at various shows. The wrestlers were the ringside fans that started finally making the show somewhat watchable again. Uh, the rise of cinematic matches, um, the Boneyard match, the Stadium Stampede. Money in the Bank, Tooth and Nail. Remember that one? That was a good one. Uh, Just a big swing in quality as far as the cinematic matches go. WrestleMania going from 75,000 fans to basically zero fans. So that was a huge effect. Uh, New Japan shutting down basically all of spring and summer. It totally does a number on the G1. Uh, Does a number on the overall quality of the product and no foreigners pretty much coming in. Uh, Roman, Roman Reigns, staying away from the business for health reasons for a great part of the year. And then when he returns, he returns as a heel altogether. So that was a, that was a surprise. Uh, and WWE releasing dozens of people, both uh, on-camera talent and behind-the-scenes talent, despite record profits in 2020. So COVID, just so many effects on the business this year is our number one story. Yeah, I mean... I kind of what else could it be? I mean, what else could it be? Yeah, what could it be? WWE got a lot of flack for that. Uh, and I think they did it before they watched all the other big businesses at what they were going to do, how this Mm -hmm. is going to a lot of businesses kept their people as long as they could. Uh, and you know, here's the biggest story for me for COVID. And you said all of them, you know, look at mania, Mm -hmm. look at Roman Reigns left because, because he didn't want to get COVID uh, returned as a heel with Paul Heyman in one of the biggest runs here, me and you huge, uh, Roman Reigns fans anyway, but here's the thing that's going and it's been talked about. Uh, Dave is one of the guys that said, this is what they need to do. And even I had a talk with the wife one time about house shows, how they could, uh, almost give people half, half the year off by them doing half the mm-hmm. house shows and then just doing raw and SmackDown. Well, it may be a whole uh, thing of the past when it comes to house shows. WWE has seen how much money they can make, but just you know, not going to house shows. And how much sense, money they save really yeah, is what you're yeah. talking about. Well, I guess they saved it, but they're making yeah. more now with them uh with them not going to uh I think here's what I think the future is with house shows. And I didn't think the merch go up. Didn't the yeah, merch you know why the merch up? went up? Because Even though they, they weren't in it. the town selling the t shirts. Yeah, they they were selling it, it online. Yeah, there was only one place to get it, and that was online, Mm -hmm. and that's the reason Mm -hmm. it went up. But to me, the future of house shows is we'll see all the major shows in in a town, you know, all Mm -hmm. the pay-per-views, and then we're not going to really – I don't uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if the WWE actually had a place to do Raw and SmackDown every week instead Mm -hmm. of uh, going to the big towns. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. I I don't really like um, – I. I don't 
dislike the Thunderdome because you can actually hear things and, and it's a lot better than an empty arena. Uh, but uh, yeah, COVID did a lot of things and I don't, I really hope independent wrestling can uh, live, live on when it gets started yeah. again. So, you know, we always do, and we haven't talked about this uh, on the show, but we do a February show with, um, Freelance. With freelance and yeah. i'm really hoping we'll be able to even though they're not doing shows we'll still yeah. be able to do it on february so uh guys that was the major show was covid same bad times same bad channel on the best little wrestling podcast in the business wow look at that gesture. <laughs> and you know i love my mama i gotta be hey. i gotta be using my hands lance i gotta do it for the audio yeah. the video too that's and right. You, Lance, what do you do? I have fun everywhere I go, and everybody knows this. And order the book. It's right here. You'll find out about all the places I've gone and had fun at. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Did you enjoy that episode? Cash App us. That's right. Dollar sign B T S T S. Cash App us. One dollar, two dollars. If you cash app us over twelve dollars, I'll give you one year of Patreon for free. Graphic design is very important. Your logo is the first image potential customers see. What kind of impression would you want to make today? Need a podcast logo or a t-shirt design? KT does art. Her name has become synonymous with quality and professionalism in the graphic design community. She specializes in graphic design, painting, and more. She provides affordable commissions and professional quality with a timely delivery. Contact KT via email at KT underscore does art at yahoo.com. Take out her Instagram at Instagram.com slash KT underscore does art. Hey, that was another great episode of Shooting the Shiznit. We're currently looking for contestants for next year's Who Wants to Be the Best Shiznit or Ever Championship 2021. A shout out to our sponsors this month. And also, we have Patreon. It is only $1 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. A big thank you and a shout out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling, Between the Sheets, and Gene Jackson at localstolegends.com. You can reach us on Twitter at comicbookmarkbt, Instagram BT shooting the shiznit without a G, Facebook shooting this isn't with a G and we're also at cool kids wrestling and MMA talk. You got to ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. That's right. And you can get all the archives to all the episodes at www.stspod.club. All right, let's do a roll call of my favorite podcast. So my favorite non-wrestling podcast would be who's right podcast. Poor Boys Podcast, the official podcast, Man Brain Podcast, My Favorite Murder Podcast, I Am Fat Podcast, and my buddies over there, Richard Josh at P3 Radio. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. Remember, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.